The following podcast contains opinions and viewpoints held by the podcasters that do not necessarily reflect the opinions or viewpoints of potential sponsors or third-party hosts. Any content provided by our podcasters or of their opinion are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Enjoy! Welcome to the three episode podcast. Uh, we are back with our travel uh, episode two. Uh, we have been doing um, a kind of a competition between two different places. Uh, last week was uh, Niagara Falls in Canada versus Orlando, which we all know John won. Um, yeah, look at him gloating up there. Um, so we all know that John won. Um, and. Yeah, so this week it is going to be Greece versus Japan. Uh, I am going to be representing Greece, and Ryan is going to be representing Japan. Um, as usual, I am your host, Justin. Uh, again, Ryan is representing Japan, so say hi, Ryan. Hello. Uh, we have Steve. I'm just going in clockwise order. Hey, I should have done Pandora, but it's fine. It's yeah. not a real place, dingus. And if you wanted to do that, you would have had to do Disney. It's the only place that exists. And no, I, because Kevin Hart's been there I'm or he's Disney going there. Bollock. That's and fine. And because he's that. already opened his mouth, we have John. And I have brought sake and Japanese whiskey and Japanese rum and sushi. And a yeah, we don't know who he wants it's, to win. It's weird um, that he's Team Greece, though. Yeah, right. <laughs> I didn't um, have any Greek wines in my local liquor store, so like, my bad. And we have, hopefully on my side, since she dated a Greek guy for a while, is Val. Yes, <laughs> I, I love that that's the, uh, the like, this is her our expert witness. She dated a Greek guy for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, and then, uh, oh, sorry. Finish that. Joining off. us is our, our special guest, Bill, back on the program. He's going to be our judge this week, uh, deciding between Greece and Japan. Hey guys, go I'm ahead, Bill John. Fajita. What were you saying? Oh, no, oh, sorry. Bill the feet. Yeah, sorry, guys. Our timing is so perfect right now. We're doing so well. Yeah, totally. We've done worse. Glad okay. to be part of the program. <laughs> uh, let me just go back over the rules. Um, we have uh, six sections. We actually have a new section this week. Um, that we added, which is a culture section. Um, and what's going to happen is that each of us are going to have five minutes on each of the sections. Um, after each of us have had our five minutes, uh, Bill is going to reflect on what we've said and give us each a score one out of 10. That's purely on whether we've given him information that he, you know, we've kind of convinced him more one way or the other to go to our place. Like, um, so like if I did a good job, like, you know, it just one out of 10, just whatever score you think we did. And uh, you give each of us a one out of 10. I throw it in the scoreboard and then whoever has the highest at the end wins. Um, I will be as, wins. Ob- I'll be as objective as possible. Yeah, it's, it's fine. It's I, I've got some notes. We'll see how it goes. Right. Um, so Ryan, uh, yeah. who do you want to go first? Do you want me to go for Do you want to go first on weather? Because I'd love to hear what you have to say on on Japan's I, weather. If you want to, I could I could go first on weather. Okay. All um, right. Well, then we are ready to go. Uh, John, you are t- our timekeeper. You tell us when to go and when to stop and how much time we have left. Um, and I, I will leave it in your hands, John. Your mark. Get set. 
You know this is just gonna be dead space, right? Come on, come on, Justin. When you when you go back to edit this, leave that in for that exact oh. reason. And yep. Ryan, go. All right, cool. Uh, so first of all, I'm going to say a lot of Japanese words incorrectly. That is because I barely speak English correctly. So yeah. maybe just don't say them. But you'll uh, you might know exactly what I'm talking about. I'm just pronouncing it wrong. So Japan, Japan's weather is pretty much there's like three climate regions in Japan. Um, pretty much, if you think about how the island is formed, the northern section and going down to the eastern section of Japan is pretty much New England weather in a lot of ways. Um, especially in the upper islands, um, there's it's very cold. Tend to have very harsh winters, but the as you go down and past the mountains that split Japan, uh, you start going into warmer and warmer weather as you head more to the west and more to the south. And then as you go into their actual island territories, there is a lot of pretty much really nice island area, uh, which has super like. Not exactly Hawaii-esque, but um, pretty nice summers, barely any winter at all, kind of temperature. Um, currently today, it was in Tokyo, uh, 45 was the low and 63 was the high. Uh, and Tokyo, once again, is up, it is kind of like towards the northeast of, of the islands, of the, big, the biggest island of Japan. Uh, yeah. Um, okay, down at Okinawa and Amami, uh, there's pretty much a subtropical oceanic climate, so that's more of like an island climate. And that's the weather in Japan. Not bad. It just depends where you go and what time of year. If you're going during the summer, uh, just don't go to the islands if you don't want it to be too hot. If you're going to the winter, during the winter, just don't go too far north. Uh, however, Japan as a country is has a, a lot better transportation network, has a lot better um, infrastructure overall. So it, if it is snowing, it's probably not going to be a clusterfuck there. It's probably going to be cleaned up. Uh, it probably isn't even going to really stop your vacation at all. It's just going to be like, oh, you should wear something warm. That's Japan's weather. I seed my time. Neat. Thanks, Ryan. Yeah. You did it in under three minutes. I appreciate you. Wow. Justin, I have a question for you just to save you some, some quick time. What was the temperature in Greece today? And again, uh, today, as of recording this, is April 6th, a Tuesday. It's about 8 p.m., but just kind of bear with us as we just kind of give the averages for the, the high and the low. Uh, I had that. God, I was going to get into it. That's in my notes. Um, uh, it was 72. 72. That was the high or the low? That was the high. Let me okay. let me double check because that was I, I looked that up this morning. So the reason I ask is because today in Boston, my high was 62. My low was 43. So it's been about yeah. the same the, in the Tokyo same right now. Uh, yeah. across the world, it seems. Well, yeah. The high was 71. The low was 62. Isn't Greece on the same like lateral? Latitude, latitude, 
Why? That sounds right. Right? Uh, I don't know what number it is, though. Uh, I believe Greece is is slightly do you, higher. Do you want, do you want me to, to, like, say my stuff or, like... Go, go, Justin, go. Are we just going to have a discussion about this? Like, I, I don't... I'm sorry for talking. I'm sorry for talking. I was giving you some, some free time. We'll we'll get into it right after. I'm gonna I'm gonna bust out the barometer real quick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let, let me let me know when. John. Justin, in the words of Iron Chef, begin. Okay, uh, so Greece is uh, pretty temperate. Um, they the highs and lows in Greece. We're talking about mainly Athens, though Greece isn't really too huge not not like the span of japan to have like a lot of different temperatures greece's temperature kind of like is around the same just because of the size of you know what we're talking um i'm going to be generally sticking to athens and santorini those that's where my like week-long vacation is kind of centered because there's a lot to do between those two that you can do in a week. Trust me, I've, I've done that week vacation um, with a master planner. Uh, so, you know, we had a lot of stuff filled in. So you could do in a week, you can cover those two places. Um, so the first thing I want to start off with is even in December, the minimum temperature in December, and it's the minimum average temperature is 50, uh, with the high being 55, and that's in December. Um, around July and August is normally the high, um, and the high is around 85, 90. So it doesn't even get like too hot when it's hot. It, it stays like, you know, not that bad. Um, oh yeah, and I had the current temperature in Athens when I was writing this was 72. Um, the weather around is is not too, uh, not too hot, not too cool. Um, you know, it, it doesn't get too rainy either during those hot days. Um, so it's not very wet. Um, in July, the average rainfall days is three, whereas in August, you get about two rainfall days in the entire month. Um, so, you know, it's it's not too bad as far as like wet. It's not like someplace like London where it's raining all the time. Um, Santorini is very close to Athens, so it's around the same temperature. Um, it's it's an island that's, that's off of Greece. Um, the best time to visit Greece is around September and October because at that point the weather is like perfect. It's like that 72, like 70 kind of like perfect temperature. There's not a lot of tourists around um, because usually a lot of the tourists come in the summer months uh, when things are, you know, when you're they want to go like surfing and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, so uh, if you go in September, um, it's warm with an average temperature varying between like 70 and, and 80. Um, in, Af in Athens, the average high temperature in September slightly decreases from a tropical 87 in August to a moderate, like hot, like 80 degrees. Um, and it has about um, th uh, four rainfall days. Um, so it's still not that wet. So if you if you go to Greece, you get like that. It's I'm telling you from my experience, it's it's perfect weather. It's just, it feels so nice all of the time. Um, it's just an amazing place as far as like weather to visit. Um, usually in like a t-shirt and shorts uh, any time of year. And we went around September and it was it was just beautiful. So um, yeah, so that's, that's basically what I have for weather. Uh, my argument is basically that, that Greece is like that perfect medium temperature all the time where you are. Where you're going to so yeah that's what i have <laughs> justin would you like me to stop the clock yeah go ahead john it's fine okay your time is up thank you sir just over three minutes as, so we're as, almost two minutes into 
maintenance practice. It's weird. It's almost like if you do preparation, you're like concise in your time. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, you know, I, preparations A through G felt pretty good, but preparation yeah. really great on the whole. <laughs> I hate it here. <laughs> Uh, okay, so usually we uh, we open it to any questions. If anybody on the panel, board, whatever, has any questions about what we said about weather, uh, just so we can clarify it a little bit, and then uh, Bill will give his score. So anybody have any questions for Ryan or I? Not me, I'm good. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm remaining neutral on this until I give my score, correct? Like, am I asking questions or am I... You're allowed to ask questions, though. Yeah, you can ask questions. Okay, yeah. If you want to clarify on something we said, yeah. Uh, so, so basically, from what I gathered, both of these climates are both pretty, pretty temperate overall. Like, there's not, like, a huge variance. Um, you know, I'm, I'm thinking... Like from a mental standpoint, you you got like New England weather in Japan over here. You got kind of like like NorCal weather in uh, in Greece. So like you know, consistent versus you get four seasons. I can see yes. the benefit to both. I've I, as someone who's experienced both, I, I see the draw to both of those things as far as a vacation goes. It it honestly, it's great because. You know, with Greece, it le- it lends to like a year-round situation. Where with Japan, you're like, well, I may have to plan around specific times because maybe winter is a little bit less Phil, convenient. Bill, I'd like, or I'd like I can only go pick- during the two-week span of cherry blossom festival season. Yeah, <laughs> Bill, I would like to also have you before you sell away winter in Japan. I yeah. would like to. I would like to make a proposal for you to picture something. <laughs> sitting sitting in an onsen hot spring while the snow is around you and you're sitting outside in an onsen hot spring. Listen, power couple. Um <laughs> I mean let let yes. me just say Okay, well if wait, you're if wait, you're gonna give wait, 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 some wait, kind let of me, like, let me let me do my thing real quick and then then I'll I'll okay, I'll, okay. I'll lend the floor. Don't worry. Power couple, I did not I did not say that having a, you know, the winter was a bad thing. I just said yeah. that you would have to plan more specifically with the timing of your trip yeah. based on the yeah. weather that you would like. Yeah. So, you know, the fact that, you know, Japan's got hot springs that, you know, that's, you know, neither here nor there. I mean, yeah, it's dope, but, uh, <laughs> but like, but like you do have to do more work as far as the planning yeah. goes because yeah. you need to make sure that you're there during a more specific time where it sounds like with Greece, you know, you kind of have like year round pick of the, you know, scheduling right. because now, now Bill, hear me out. Yeah. It's literally any part of the year. And all of a sudden you're naked in one of the, either the Aegean sea or the other sea right there. The weather is perfect. There's like a lady or a dude, not going to judge, whatever you're into right with you also naked skinny dipping maybe catching squid like you can do that all year round that's true <laughs> I, I don't understand the point really of what you were just yeah saying. i don't know yeah, the, i don't know what i don't really want to say Listen, I don't want to be were you proposing like your new porn or something like that. John? <laughs> I mean i want to do that i really want to do that but i'm not sure why it was said 
Why also, I don't like, want to be heading these swimming also yourself in the hot Not for nothing. I can do that here in America. And I'm over here like just That's imagine true. yourself like hanging out in the fucking Aegean Sea while it's summer or winter or whatever, and now you're happy and maybe you're skinny dipping. Who knows? Not for nothing. You're assuming that I want to go into the water. That is fair. Is, we both did that. <laughs> you both I mean, that, I just like, talked about weather. I didn't I didn't put any kind of activities. Activities is the next like I didn't put any kind of activities. Can I, I just can I ask weather, a question so, you know. based on the rubric? And then I'll give my sure. score. Yeah, go ahead. Does this place cost more for on season? Uh, no, not usually. It's it's a general average around the year because of the how the temperatures are. Um, a quarter. How expensive is cherry blossom season? Totally not Godzilla. <laughs> That's my question. <laughs> oh, all right. The rest uh, of cherry blossom season is probably very expensive. But I would say that there's certain holidays and stuff that maybe Greece would be more expensive. I mean, if you're as far as like, is it cheaper to go during the winter? No, not really. I mean, as far as (laughs) actual like, because one thing you have to factor in about Japan that you don't really factor in that much about Greece is that Japan isn't. Japan also, a lot of people are traveling back and forth for business reasons. So a lot of the prices for things are more stable in Japan because there's always that base of people that have to travel back and forth for business reasons. Whereas in Greece, maybe not so much. Time. All right. Alrighty. So score out of 10 based on the weather. Uh, gonna give. Wow, this is this is actually pretty hard. Like it's pretty close, <laughs> honestly, because like I I like the I like it's almost like a wash for me because you know Greece, you like you know what you're getting. With Japan, there's a little more variance, but it lends to like different things. Uh, I I feel like I'm gonna give Greece an eight. And just for like the questionable variance of weather, I'm going to give Japan a seven. I think it's close. I don't think like these are both good scores, guys. Like, you know, this ain't IGN. This is is real life. All right. Now, now I have a question because you both didn't talk about it. Natural disasters, because that's technically a weather. That's under yeah, safety. Kaiju coming out of nowhere. Under safety. Well, yeah. technically under oh, okay. safety. Greece, okay. Greece has had uh, earthquakes, right? Recently. Yeah. yeah. And oh, Japan yeah. is like tsunami. Tsunami town. Also got Japan's in the middle of the fucking ocean. What do you want to do? Also, also Japan also, has Godzilla, which is yeah. a big risk. Japan woke up one morning and said, you know what? Fuck fuck this city. And then like Godzilla and King Kong fought. And there's also a giant robot guy. Spoiler alert. Sorry. That wasn't Japan though. That was Hong Kong. But yeah, yeah. that was Hong Kong. That was, yeah. Oh, it was Hong Kong? Oh, well, fuck it. Who cares? It's China. No, it's King Kong. Get it right. There's tiny backers for the movie. (laughs) So they had to destroy Hong Kong because they don't like Hong Kong. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Spoilers. <laughs> you guys suck. <laughs> it's on you HBO guys. Max. You should have watched it already. I don't okay. have the time. All right. 
Uh, okay, so uh, next part is main attractions, which is like places to go, things to do, uh, that kind of stuff. Um, I guess I am going first, and, and uh, begin. I, uh, begin. Cool. Uh, okay, so Greece is basically like a very historic place. Um, a lot of the stuff to do um, is either focused around the weather, the food, or the history. Uh, and there's a lot of history here. Um, first of all, we'll talk about the Acropolis, uh, the Acropolis, the Acropolis, and the other ancient Greek monuments. There's a lot of temples and um, you know amazing structures that are thousands of years old that are still standing that you can go and like stand in and see mm -hmm. and like it's it's just amazing to to go there and, and see all of the history around you because they've literally done an amazing job of especially we're talking about athens they've done an amazing job of mixing the history and the buildings that are thousands of years old that are still there mixing it into the city that's also building so you have this awesome like um feeling of like history flowing into new stuff so there will be like a new building that's a restaurant and then right next door is like uh this monument that you can go see it's it's awesome um so the uh, Greek uh, Acropolis uh, is a museum is built on top of the ruins. Um, it's a place you can go to that they have all the statues and, and all of the uh, artifacts that they've taken from the Acropolis. Acropolis. God damn it, I can't speak. Uh, they've taken from the that and a lot uh, and a lot of the other uh you know, places around there, a lot of the temples, and they've put it into one place. Uh, one of the coolest parts about this museum um, is the fact that it is built on top of ruins and the floor is see-through. Um, so you, uh, there's certain parts of the museum that you look down and you can, you look into like you're, you're on top of, uh, of ruins. So you look down, you're actually looking. Say that again, John. Three more minutes. Sorry. Oh yeah. Oh wow. I have yeah. not gotten through like, okay, cool. Um, da -da 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 -da. Yeah, just wanted to show that off really quick. Um, so that's the opening of the museum. As you can see, the the ruins that are like underneath wow. the museum. Oh, that's really cool. So, yeah. So I thought that was cool. I want to show that. Um, another thing is uh, if you like to shop, there's a really famous shop in Athens called the Plaka Street Market. Uh, it's a long street in the center of Athens that has a lot of shopping. It's like historical and new stuff. Uh, it's a really cool place to go. Um, there's a lot of rooftop bars because your Acropolis, uh, God damn it, it's on top of a hill and it's an amazing sight to see because they light it up at night. So there's a lot of rooftop bars in Athens so that you can yeah. sit out and have a drink or have food and look out onto the city. And like I said, there's this awesome mix of like historical like things and everything else. So you can see all of that. And then the shining jewel is the, the temple on the hill, like shining in the middle of the city. Um, mm -hmm. The uh, stadium, the Panthe Pantheonic Stadium is still there. Um, it was built in 330 BC and reconstructed in 144 AD. It was the uh, place of the opening and closing ceremonies uh, for the first ever modern Olympics. And it has a small museum aside about the history of the Olympics. Um, you can then take a small plane ride to Santorini, which is 
It, it's hard to even put into words how beautiful Santorini is, but it's an island. Uh, the most famous thing that you probably would think of for it is the blue roofs with the the white uh, buildings with the cliff tops. I actually have a picture of it behind me. Uh, oh, you're talking about the Sonic the Hedgehog level. Yeah, the Sonic the Hedgehog city, yes. Um, so there's a lot of cliffside hotels, uh, cliffside um places to eat you literally just walk along the cliffside in most parts of like the major city because that's just one part of santorini it's also a giant island um you can rent an atv which is what we did and the atvs are allowed on the road so you literally take an atv along the entire island for the day uh and go visit like the cities and stuff it's it's just it's awesome um there's like cliffside uh roads that you can go on with the atv which scared the shit out of amber but it was really fun for me who was driving um, okay uh and then in santorini they also have black and red beaches um that are like they're it's because of the color of the stones but it's literally a whole beach that's all black and it's it's really cool we went there and got drunk so hey yeah. <laughs> uh, i think that's my time well, you got 15 seconds, but I will call it there. So I appreciate okay, it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, Ryan, your retort. All right. Are you ready? Yeah, I already said go. I'm all ears. All right. Let's do this. All right. All right, Bill. One of the best parts of Japan is Japan has so many sides to it. Just like the weather part of it, Japan has so many sides to it. I'm going to start with the stuff that's obvious that I'm picking out for you. And then we'll go into other stuff, all right? So, the main, one main place that you're gonna wanna go is Akihabara, right? That is, it's basically anime come to life that you can go and shop there. It's amazing. You could, you could go buy electronics, you can go to arcades, the giant Sony arcade is there. There's maid cafes there that you can have lunch with a maid serving you for fun. Uh, yeah super fun right and then oh come on stop that all right i can't see my top this is not cool all right cool so next one i want to talk about super nintendo world super nintendo Mario world is in japan you could go and actually be in a park designed by the original creator by of mario to actually stand within mario it is fucking amazing and I'll talk about the cost later on. Don't worry. And then there's the Gundam dock. You could go visit the Gundam factory, the outlet store for Gundams. And you could see a full standing RX-78 Gundam. And you Wait, could travel up and down. But because it's Japan, more than has, that. Japan has a lot of different Don't worry. Riv, Riv, let him talk. We'll talk later. Yes. Yes. We have time so for rebuttals later. Time resume. Yeah. Uh, so... But Japan has different sides to it. I mean, you don't just have to be a nerd to really enjoy Japan. There's a lot of other things. For instance, the old palaces, for example, this is the Kyoto uh, Imperial Palace, the Imperial Palace from before uh, it got moved to Tokyo. Uh, the capital got moved to Tokyo. There is buildings just as old as all the buildings in Athens that have actually been upkept in Japan. Places where you could walk in and you could actually feel like you were there because people actually are still still dressed and are still traditionally the same in these places. Um, there is also a lot of nature in Japan. 
in places the nature walk. This is the uh, Kyoto bamboo gardens. Walking down these, this there's there's several shrines within this park, and you could walk around. Of course, there's also Mount Fuji that you could go and hike up at any time that you during your stay there. Um, where I had more. Ah, yes, and this is the Sensoji Temple within Tokyo. This is actually within the grounds of Tokyo. Um, once again. Perfectly, perfect place to go and travel and uh, actually look at the history of Japan. Uh, people will, it, it, it's almost like a living history a lot of the time when you're visiting these places in Japan. Um, yeah, do I have other things? I kind of like push through. But there's a lot of things that are besides, that are also fall under the category of things like hotel and food that are also attractions. For example, you could go and stay, as I was saying, at an onsen. Uh, stay at a Ryokin hotel and have an onsen, an onsen to uh, go and bathe in. You could go visit wildlife through all the different sections of Japan. Um, there's the monkeys up in up in the winter section, and it, it there's all the 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 wildlife outside in the ocean there's everything you want to do in japan japan has everything and japan takes everything and brings it up a notch there you go how am i doing for time john you got 40 seconds left if you need any 40 seconds left yep. 40 seconds left uh i trying to figure out if there's something i didn't talk about uh, no, I'm good. I feel good. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop the clock. All right. Cool. Can I may I add something on Ryan's behalf? Okay. So Tokyo Base is more than just the life-size Gundam and and Gunpla store. It's like six sections, and each section is dedicated to a different part of the whole gunpla hobby so you i mean you've got the store then you've got like the advanced store which has like the the higher grade gundam models I, I, yeah and then you get to a point where the next part is you know there's an airbrush station and it's you still have the time so going right like this isn't uh, just like free fucking shit that i have a question all right what ha what do I do if I don't like anime or video games? <laughs> I already pointed That's out all the Japan is for. in history. Uh, I, I pointed those out. Val, yes. I'd also for. like to point out that he is catering to his judge, which I believe is a fair point. Yes. In this particular <laughs> so, scenario. I, I pointed out nature and Oh yeah. There's like, yeah. everything in, in, in Japan, Val. What would you what do you like to do on on vacation? I'm just saying I'm not I I'm just saying I'm not I don't like video games or anime. So I don't for to plot me in Japan and just say there's nature here and there's animals in the ocean. I've That's right. fair. like this That's pretty fair. shrine right here you can go visit. That I see one tree. <laughs> there's there's at least two in there. Yeah, well, yeah, I see three. In that. See that <laughs> fucking rules, but you didn't tell me there was a sweet bamboo garden. Yes, yes I did. did. Yes, I did. <laughs> right, well, then I wasn't 
paying attention because he talked about There's also Mel Val. Val really needs that caffeine bump ASAP. I did. I took it. I'm waiting for it to kick in. <laughs> There's also at the end of the episode. Val. It's going to kick in at 1 a.m. and I'm not going to be able to sleep. <laughs> I'm just going to take an edible and hope for the best. That's what I'm going to right. for the week. I, I believe my time is seated. I, yep. Yeah, um, I think the other part that you you weren't even going to say it because I think you were just expecting me to is there is a Universal Studios there. There is a Disney I, No, I did because Universal Studios is where the Nintendo World is. Yeah. Is there yeah. a Disney? There is a Disney. Yes. It's actually the Disney Tokyo. Oh, fuck Disney. It, well, hear me out. It's not owned by the Disney company. It's owned by its own like Japanese conglomerate. It's just they license the the name Disney. Um, it's actually the second best Disney park in the entire world, between Tokyo, the uh, uh, Disney Sea. It's it's beautiful. Um, Ryan jizzed his pants when I showed him like the Jules Verne area. Oh yeah, there's Jules Verne. Never mind. I take the, back that fuck Disney park. That's in good. Disney Sea is absolutely phenomenal, and I don't have any pictures like ready to go, but um, it's one of those. It's it's a bucket list item for me. Yeah. Um, clarification: Does Greece have Super Nintendo World? Uh, no, it does not. I no, Greece does not have Super Nintendo World. Like Greece, Greece is not. Greece is a place you go to relax and have nice weather and it's an adult some cool vacation. historical place. So, yeah. so you're saying okay, Greece is for normies and maybe jerk off for the calamari? I don't fucking know. <laughs> this this conversation got real weird. Um, yeah, I'm just doing a throwback to 10 minutes ago. That's fair. That's fair. I think um, I'm ready to give my final there's, ruling. There's one more question I want to ask both Justin and Ryan. Okay. Oh, please, Justin, John, please. I'm going to let you go first. Mm-hmm. In terms of alcohols, <laughs> what do you got for us? Is that I, honestly, honestly, the question is, do they serve alcohol? Because what kind it is, is kind of moot to me as a. I, I mean, yes, there's there's local uh, beer. There's beer like I mean, the Greeks have been making beer for a very long time. Um, they're known for their wines. Um, there's actually a uh, brewery on Santorini called uh, the Drunken Dunk Donkey. Um, I have a T-shirt and I have a. Um, I have a sticker for them somewhere. I forgot where the sticker is. Um, I have a sticker with from them somewhere, but it's a brewery that we actually went to and we got giant bottles of their their beer because they don't sell anywhere in the United States. At least they didn't at that time. And that's actually what we got drunk on at the beach in Santorini. So we drove an Hell ATV yeah. to the beach. Each of us drank like this giant thing of beer and then passed out on the beach drunk and then woke up like an hour later and then went and had dinner. Did, so. you, uh, did you try the Uzo? Yes, yes. Uh, Uzo, too. Yes, I didn't even think about that. Yes, I had Uzo when yeah. I had uh, uh, traditional Greek, which we'll get into the food, but traditional Greek pizza one night. Uh, I had Uzo with that. Uzo's intense, man. And and Ryan, you have the layup answer here, and I'm just going to fill it out for you. But yes, there's sake. Sake galore. Um, the oldest There's also sake. beer. There's also a lot. There's also a section for this. Rave. I was going to say, Rave, did you see the rubric? There no, is I did. A food, but, but like, there is a food and drink section. You can go and do things. Like, this is just adds to, like, the attractions to me. Like, you can go to the world's oldest sake brewery, which actually dates back to the age of the samurai. I didn't realize like, I was up against two people. 
That's like, true. It does feel, it does feel a bit of, it does feel like this is Riv and Godzilla versus Justin right now. <laughs> I never asked for help. Justin, All right. I never asked. So back. I will, I will kindly say Riv, unless you're on the clock with Ryan uh, moving forward. Like if it's just like just a pro Japan situation, uh, you gotta, you gotta give Justin some extra slack there too then. I can do that because because he hit Uzo, which was the one I was hoping he was going to hit. I he's like Uzo. a world famous Uzo like factory, and I don't know what the right word is that I was. Well, there's to. a whole section for it, so 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 I'm ready to give my final judgment. Section I don't really know how I'm going to really do very much. So Tra- go. Travel score sheet. Let's. Yeah, where's the score sheet? Oh yes. So this is where I'm at so I'm far. You know, both places are absolutely beautiful. Both places are just that have a ton of history and they have a, a just a huge amount of things to do. I mean, they're, they're whole ass countries. Like there's a lot going on. I still had like four things on my list. I didn't get to because I ran out of time. So I mean, and well, that's 15 I mean, seconds, ja- Justin, you could have said Japan, that. Japan benefits from being a larger country, just physically larger. So you can fit sure. more things into that country. Um, so technically they they do get a small edge there so i'm gonna say on the scale here attractions uh we're gonna go a seven for greece and a nine for japan whoa whoa oh yeah and i think that's reasonable i I don't think we're i'm out of line here first you think it's reasonable ryan (laughs) (laughs) there man we had to we, we had to establish a whole another section for me to win last week. So, oh lord, <laughs> yeah, that's, I can only that's, imagine. That's because Steve didn't prepare, so it. Of course, I didn't. I'm the only one who stays true. That's fair. Oh, Be true what? to yourself. He's true to you. No, he's talking about staying true to our original format, where we just did didn't plan and didn't <sighs> like just talked out of our ass for an hour. Those make the best podcasts. <laughs> That's true. That's why I signed up for this thing in the first place. All right. All right. Yeah, you Pro- signed up because you love me. <laughs> How expensive is it to go That's there true. for a week? Are we starting? Uh, yeah. Wait, that's a different section. I, I kind of need. You're, you're, I'm on like a little bit of a limited timer, so I kind of want to keep okay. this. It's part your of turn going. to go first. Right. All right. All right. I'm going. All right. So, how expensive is it? So, Japan. Yes, let us get it out of the way. Japan is going to be a lot more expensive to get to. It is. It just is. I can't. I can't argue with that. I can't do anything about that. It's gonna. It's gonna run. Our metric that we decided on was we both have to leave from Chicago. So, Chicago to Tokyo is a thirteen and a half hour flight at around twelve fifty to seventeen hundred a ticket. So yeah, let's is get that it out a round trip, or is that it's one way? Expensive. Twelve and a half uh, hour flight round. from New York. Twelve and a half hour flight from the West Chicago. Coast. Chicago. 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 We're, oh, we're, we're basing everything out of Chi Town. Yeah, yeah. We're leaving Chicago. All right, get that out of the way. So the next thing is the good news. The good news is Japan has a lot of ways that you can save money. For example, a rail pass. You can get a seven day rail pass in Japan for around $275. Uh, 
and it will get you on high-speed rail. It will get you on metro rail. It will get you on regular trains. It will get you on buses. It will get you on all of the legendary infrastructure of Japan. One pass, you pay once for seven days. So it's a pretty, pretty good deal there. Uh, and that, and since Japan's infrastructure is what it is, that'll get you everywhere you want to go, pretty much. Um, if you need to use like maybe an Uber just to get like, oh, you're out in the country and you get like a little ways, yeah, you're gonna have to pay for that. But that's pretty much anywhere you go. Um, so hotels, Japan has a, a interesting theory on hotels. You could get hotels that start at $18 for a hostel, which is way down here. And then you can move up from there and get a capsule hotel, which is basically you're sleeping in a coffin all night long. But if that's fine, if you're fine sleeping in basically a refrigerator box, that's $30 a night. So that's that. But if you want to keep moving up, keep moving up, you can get a low-end business hotel that's about $50 a night. If you want to keep moving up from there, there's a lot of different options. You could move up in business hotels or regular hotels. You could go to what's called a love hotel. Love hotels are basically the, the motels of Japan. However, they are fucking crazy and awesome. You could go and buy a completely and totally, uh, like a room that is a maze for some reason. And you could go into it and go through holes and go through different sections of it. That can range you from $75 to $125 a night. They're pretty cheap because they're basically motels. You could also get food there or everything like that. And then at the high end, you have really high end hotels, but you could also stay at, like I said, a Ryokin, a traditional Japanese hotel. It's gonna be like $400, $500. Um, I also wanted to point out a few of the things that I mentioned in uh, the before section, the attraction section. Um, so Nintendo World and Universal Studios, $65 ticket, better than a Disney ticket. Uh, Akihabara, free. Uh, and you can get there with your rail pass, fine. Uh, Gundam Factory deck, uh, you can go to the actual Gundam Factory for pretty much for $30, you can go and do the whole campus. And starting this year, they're going to have you can go up into the actual dock with the Gundam. Um, so as far as all of the historic places, most of them are in national parks and completely free. So you can pretty much go visit all those things for free. Um, as far so you already have your transportation done. You already have your hotels, which you could do a range of hotels and different things. You could pretty much, as soon as you pay to get over to Japan, you could pretty much basically backpack across Japan or just take bullet trains and whiz around Japan. You could get, even though Japan is a giant, giant place, you could still get around Ten it. What? 10 seconds. All right. You could still get around it for that one price. For your whole week, you could start up at the top and go all the way down in a week and stop and find places. I'm done. I would like to chime in with just one comment and then we can move on right. to Justin. 
it's ridiculous that they charge people to see the Gundam when it should be large enough where you should be able to see it from the general public. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. And they're not charging you to see the Gundam. They're charging you to go uh, do like the full tour in the Gundam thing. And they're charging you to go up into the elevator. That's where you're buying tickets for. Okay, that's pretty high. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You can stand outside and take pictures all you want. Yeah. Justin. Okay. Whenever you're ready, let me know. Okay, uh, I'm ready. I'm good. Um, okay, so uh, you know the J- Japan Ryan had to make some concessions to try and make it sound more affordable by doing like backpacking and and weird hotels and stuff. Um, I'm gonna tell you just what from personal experience. Uh, we did a week in Greece, um, and it cost us for the two of us, including flights. It was like fifteen hundred, I think. Um, yeah, it, it's it's not that bad. Um, an average uh, flight from Chicago in September, which, like I said, September is is like the ideal time to go. Um, an average flight, uh, well, the, the flight that I found, a uh, good flight from Chicago to Greece round trip. So there and back at the end of the week is a thousand dollars a person, um, and that that's probably that's just an average one. Uh, you can find, I mean, I don't know how Amber does it, but you can find cheaper flights than that. Um, Amber is a whiz when it comes to this crap. Um, so the average uh, price of a hotel, this is a four-star hotel, not a coffin. Um, a four-star hotel is around like $100 a night, um, 100 125 depending on where you're staying. And that's like right in Athens. Um, I think ours, ours was like 75 We were a little bit out of the city center, but it was a really nice hotel that we were in. Um, the monuments that you want to go to, there's actually this really cool thing for Athens. It's called the uh, Mo- Monument Pass. And what you do is you pay 30 euro uh, and you can go to any of them. It gives you a ticket and you can just go and you show them the ticket and you get in and you visit the monuments. And it's the Monument Pass. And there's a list of like, I think it's like 15 that it lets you get into. I know that we didn't even have time to see all of them. So, because um, I mean, these a lot of these monuments are, are huge. Um, so they're like like not miles, but they're like, they're gigantic, like temples. And, and like, there's, um, there's one that's the library. I forget what the library is called, but it's like this ancient library where they had these scrolls and like you, it's gigantic. It's, it's huge. You go and walk amongst, you know, the monuments and stuff. And it's 30, 30 Euro for all to see all of that. Um, the Athens archeological museum is only 10 Euro. Uh, the Santorini Museum, which is the uh, museum of Santorini when you're on the island that shows you like the history of Santorini. That's only two euro. Um, all the Santorini beaches are free to go to. Uh, the ATV for the day that I was talking about is 40 euro for the day. Um, there, Ryan, you take a flight. It's a 30 minute flight. I think it's like 30. It's like 30 or 45 minutes flight from Athens to, uh, to Santorini. That's 30 euro a person uh, to take that flight. And it's like, it's kind of like a normal, it's like a smaller type plane, but it's it's like a normal plane you're on. Uh, we called it like the taxi of the air because it, it was just kind of like like one little seatbelt that you had on and no safety. Like <laughs> it, was, it was kind of an interesting uh, thing that we went and did. Um, food ranges anywhere between like five and 10 euro for non sit down places. Um, sit down places are gonna be the same as like if you go to any other kind of city, like it really all depends on how fancy of food you want and how fancy of a place you want. So that, that kind of ranges on what you want to spend. Um, but if you're going around, you can do a normal day of food for like 20 to 30 euro, maybe not, not even. Um, 
And the uh, the travel around Athens, you can pay 22 euro and there's a three-day travel pass that includes round trip to and from the airport that allows you to get on the bus and, and you know, the other travel things to go around Athens as well. Um, so, you know, you can be pretty frugal with your money and still have a nice vacation where you're not, you know, making any kind of exceptions and uh, trying to, you know, tighten your wallet. You can have a nice vacation for not that much money. So um, that's my time. I don't know how much time I have left, but that's what I had on the subject. You have uh, one minute remaining. Uh, yeah. I'm going to ask you both one question, and it's really just a ballpark thing is, if you total it all up, what's the price for one week? Uh, for, I, so like I'm going to jump in and say that that is kind of a really hard question to answer yeah. because yeah. It, it totally depends on what you want to do, right? Yeah. Because like Justin said, it's like, do you want to do you want to spend a little bit more on, you know, your food and your hotel or whatever? Like it, it kind of like caters to taste. So, I mean, it can be as expensive or as inexpensive as you make it. I think the biggest like static number that doesn't change is like what's like what's like average airfare? Like cuz right. like airfares like that's going to be like the biggest like difference because it seems like either way you cut it, you're going to be you know, you're going to spend the airfare either way, but then it like, you know, the food and hotels and stuff like that, that's just kind of on you. Right. That that was also, that flight is a one stop. Um, I know they get cheaper when you do two stops because when we did it, we stopped in Sweden for a couple hours. Um, so that that's a one stop and the one stop is 12 hours and 15 minutes. I think I said that's, that's the average from Chicago to, to Greece. And so can it's I like just an hour. What? How much is the price? Uh, a thousand round trip per person. The, what was the uh, price for airfare on uh, Japan? Uh, twelve fifty uh, at the low end. Seventeen fifty for I think. Okay. For good. Okay. Yeah. So so yeah, on average we're looking thirteen and a half hours. Right. So on hours. on average you're looking at about give or take about a five hundred dollar difference for the ticket. Yeah. Plane ticket. Yeah. yeah. All right. I think I'm ready to give my judgment here. Neato. So let's see. For for Greece, uh, price point, it just definitely seems like overall I'm going to be spending less money with with Greece. Like that's just how that would just end up working out. So we'll we'll shoot Greece. I'm going to give them like. Because it's still over international travel, stuff like that. So we'll give them a seven. As far as international vacations go, it's probably going to be on the cheaper side. Um, and let's be real, Greece's economy is not doing that great. So <laughs> things are probably a little bit cheaper than normal. Uh, Japan, going to probably hit it with a five. I know I'm going to be dropping a lot of dough it's if I go fair. to Japan. That's that's totally what right. I, I was like. I'm going to lose the price section. I mean, right, like, <laughs> right. I think you I knew mean, that like, going in. Japan is like a once in a lifetime trip for most people. I, I mean, mean, so you know? so is Greece. And yeah. yeah, so I mean, either either way, these are both big boy vacations. They're not. Bill, Bill, I tried to. This isn't this isn't to, driving to ham and ass. I tried to. I tried to play <laughs> for, from California because I would have won if it was from California. 
I I do think it's fair though that you guys both called it from the same airport. I think that that's what he tried to he tried to go. He's like he's like oh he tried to be slick. He's like he's like oh is Bill from California? And I was like yeah we're not doing that. Fuck you no. I was like we're doing <laughs> it from one from central O'Hare. place. <laughs> yeah I think no that that's a good call. That's a good call. <laughs> Yeah, he's trying like, to be I, slick with that. Does Bill live in California? I know what you're asking. Fuck you. I know what you're asking. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So okay. so how how safe is it here? Uh okay. So you you went first. So I I will go first here. So I am ready uh whenever you want to start the timer, John. I am Okay, so um, I'm going to. I, I don't know how honest Ryan's going to be here. Uh, this is kind of a hard question because you can try and make make it sound as best as you want to. Um, I am going to be as honest as possible here. Um, so the first thing, the first thing I will bring up is like you were saying, they're they're um, they're kind of rebounding from you know a collapse of their economy. Uh, they're kind of have issues there. Um, one of the safety issues that I do have to, to bring up is the fact that there are protests, uh, not usually in Athens. It's, it's, you know, they're not usually near tourist centers. You're not going to be like involved in a protest unless you really want to go to like the government buildings, which are kind of separate a little bit from where you'd be doing a lot of your touristy stuff. Um, so, you know, that is one thing to bring up is, you know, there are protests. Um, if you do get involved in them, they have not been violent in quite a while. Um, they've been kind of more peaceful on the peaceful side. Um, the uh, the rating for Athens is very safe. Um, the biggest issue that you're going to deal with in Athens is uh, pickpockets. Um, that's that's the biggest issue that they have um, is pickpocketing, especially in like the Athens center and the marketplace and, and uh, not near the monuments, but more like the city centers um, in like the squares and stuff. Um, but usually when when you go traveling, one of the things that they tell you is to get something that's more in front of you on your person to put valuable stuff because pickpocketing is kind of an issue everywhere. Um, in Athens, it, it, it's the number one uh, crime that, you know, tourists deal with. It's it's like the highest on the list of is pickpocket is, is getting things stolen. Um, so as long as you're uh, smart about that, then that's good. Um, another thing I wanted to point out, which could be a plus or a negative, depending on how you want to look at it, is prostitution is legal. So, you know... <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah that was, that's one thing i wanted to point out um and the the only story that i have uh with this um we didn't get anything stolen the entire time that we were there or even have any kind of time that i thought something would have been stolen um i actually had some more things stolen in new york city than here but um the one thing that we had happen is they have these people that are trying to like sell you things, um, just like New York and whatever. And there was one, they were trying to sell bracelets and Amber was walking by them and they put a bracelet on her wrist telling her that they were, it was free and they just wanted a tip. And then when she's like, no, I don't want the bracelet. They said, oh no, you have the bracelet. Now give us $5. And they were kind of like trying to get us to pay them. And Amber took it off and like threw it, that, threw it at them. Um, but that's the closest that we came to any kind of like crime or issues or anything in Athens. So just it's, for, it's, oh my God. it's a pretty uh, safe place. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a pretty safe place. Um, 
there's a really interesting thing uh, about Athens when we were there um, that it can kind of make it seem from a more Western, like if you're used to being in New York or around here, um, there's a lot of what looks like vandalism and it's not vandalism. It's actually art. They allow artists to go and like paint the walls and it looks really cool. And for I know our first perspective is we went into Athens. We were like, oh, wow, there's vandalism all over the place. And we were corrected by a local that said, no, that's not vandalism. That's that's art. That's people actually putting art in the wall like they allow them to do it. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, and it's not tags or anything. It's actually full art. It's just, you know, from coming from like New York City or New Haven, it looks like vandalism and it's it's not so. Um, yeah, but that's that's what I had on the safety issue. The biggest issue you're going to have is pickpocketing, but that can be solved pretty easily just by kind of being smart about it. So, yeah, that's what I got. All right, my turn? Yep. Go. All right, I'm going to just open it up with Japan is ranked number five in safest countries in the world to travel to. Uh, that is behind Iceland, Singapore, Norway, and Switzerland. Uh, Japan is I'm going to get to it in the next section more about their culture, but their culture is one of cleanliness and order in a lot of things, uh, which has produced a very safe place to live. Uh, there's a lot of, um, it was kind of hard to research this section because all of it was like, you shouldn't travel anymore because it's COVID. Don't, don't fucking travel, it's COVID, what are you doing? Don't travel, it's COVID. Um, COVID however, I, I believe this is COVID aside. Yes, yes, this is COVID aside. This is, we are finally free. It is time to run away. Why don't um, you get that top, te- that it is not five. Uh, Whatever, continue. This, that's that's wrong. It's but. in the article I was reading. It said number five in... An article from 1996, Justin, just go with it. 2019 <laughs> Global Peace Index. Last year, it was number 10. It's still okay. top 10 out of it's the hundreds 10. of countries. So anyway. Yes. All right. Uh, Japan didn't go through a recession. Uh, Japan actually did pretty well considering how close to the initial outbreak it was with COVID as it is. And that is because Japan is a very clean country. Uh, people already wore, wear masks there, everything like that during flu season. Uh, Japan is a very health conscious place to go visit. Uh, yes, there's pickpockets. That is a thing you're going to find anywhere you go as a tour, uh, as a tourist. It's just something that's good that happens. Um, so you just get your you get your little your little sack on the side there. You get your little your travel wallet that goes right there. And you're you're good. Don't worry about it. You're fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, as far as earthquakes and tsunamis, they happen. Shit happens. I mean, there's earthquakes in Greece also. Uh, there's earthquakes in a lot of different places. Uh, yes, there is a risk of it. However, uh, Japan has also been dealing with it since its inception. Japan knows how to deal with it. Um, they, they know how to basically take care of natural disasters and make sure it doesn't become worse than it is. They, so, and also a lot of the places like Tokyo and Kyoto that you would be visiting, visiting as a tourist are specifically built to withstand things like earthquakes and stuff like that. Uh, so that's not really too much of a risk. Um, 
as far as as far as health, Japan also has a pretty damn good health uh, system. So that's not too bad. In fact, I, I might even trust some doctors in Japan over some doctors in in the U.S. I don't know. <laughs> just me, me. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. And that's pretty much all I have for safety. It's kind of a weird thing to, to actually look up. But yeah, I see my time. You cannot rule out the 0.0000001% chance that a Godzilla could appear. That's um, true. That is very which, true. Which is something I will take into account when I score this country. No, yes, you but you also have to, then you also have to be, rim. you also have to <laughs> score in the risk of being bored that there is no Godzilla. I mean, I'm just saying it's not a 0% oh. chance. I'm pretty agnostic on the Godzilla front, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> um, Bill, just to alleviate any fears you may have, uh, I had a friend who was in Greece during the 2011 like economic collapse that they had. Um, they primarily stayed away from the tourist sections because they knew that excuse me, the tourism was basically keeping them afloat. So like Ryan and Justin said, like they're going to have pickpockets just like you have in New York City or right. uh, or or even your current city. But um, primarily like actual mass dangerous things. It's it's not at all like failed state status. Oh, no, no. And honestly, like when it comes to like traveling abroad and stuff like that, like you got to pay attention. Like you should like ultimately you're responsible for yourself. So you you know a lot of people who get pickpocketed they're not paying attention or like they're setting themselves up for failure but right like if you set yourself up where you're not in a situation where you are going to get pickpocketed or you just pay attention to what's going on around you um you probably odds are you'll be fine um so let's put some numbers to this let's put some numbers travel score sheet let's go Honestly, I'd probably put them right around the same level. Like, it, it, it really doesn't seem like either way, you're in a foreign land. Um, you know, I'm sure communication is going to be a little bit difficult regardless. Uh, you know, I know a lot of places in Japan. You know, there's a, there's a lot of places that like if you don't speak Japanese, it's just like off the menu for you straight up. Um, you know, I'm not sure how uh, much of an impact that is with uh with Greece, I don't know like how English. Um, that I will get that into that in the culture. Uh, okay, but be and because of just because it bakes into safety. That's why I'm asking. Like like John said, because of the recession, they're actually um, way more um, way more pleasant and way more friendly towards tourists than many other places in the world because they sure. don't have the luxury of alienating tourists. Right. So, I. I think I'm just going to put them out on even footing, honestly, uh, safety wise, um, you know, natural disasters aside, like just because you don't anticipate something like that happening, even a Godzilla. Uh, so I'll probably give them both like just both an eight. I don't know. Like, really, it, it there's really not one necessarily swaying much better or worse than the other. Like, it, you know, it is what you make it pay attention to your surroundings it's kind of on you let's talk about the culture okay 
Uh, I'm losing track. Um, I went first. So Ryan, you're going first. All right. So we come we come back once again. Japan is a country of many different sides. Uh, and it's pretty evident in the actual culture of Japan. Uh, you have the you have an, a very ancient culture uh, with a fuck ton of history behind it. Uh, you have a culture that was formed and it focuses so much on order and cleanliness and being and being responsible for yourself uh, that it, it pretty much goes into everything that they do uh, and that's pretty obvious as when you're going there as a tourist um, you're not going to find like a subway train uh, full of people like on their on their phones or anything like that it's going to be spick and span even, even though it like will break your imagination of like wait there wasn't it just rush hour in here but it's beautiful in here uh um pretty much anywhere you go is going to be mostly clean um even the even the love hotels i was talking about are gonna be completely spick and span at all to at all times um but you also have a really cool creative culture that has been developing in, in recent years well in recent years for a while now but um you have a really youth culture that has created things like video games and anime and stuff like that and there's a huge culture behind that and that has seeped into everyday japanese things that is going to seep in around you you're going to see hello kitty on street signs you're going to see like <laughs> you're going to see your favorite anime characters on just the menu at a random place you're going to see everything it has seeped so far into the culture i can't uh, wait to there. see hank hill in a japanese I'll restaurant i'll tell you what <laughs> Mr. um so and uh, the culture loves to it, it pretty much one of my favorite things is that japan in so many ways when you start talking about like how it is compared to other countries it's like other countries do a thing and then japan's like yeah but you know what? we're just gonna do it to this level because because we could just do it a little bit better and if we do it that little bit better it's better and, and it, we're going to be more happy with it it's going to be done so well and then you go and you go holy shit we didn't even think about this shit and that is japan to me uh yeah i, I mean as far as English speakers, yes, there are sections of of Japan where people are less prone. Pretty much the farther away from cities you get, the less people that are going to prone to speak English with you. Um, so it might be good to have like a translator app as far as like as far as like street signs and stuff go. There is, it's the same thing radiating out from the cities uh, uh, as far as like if it has English on it or if it has any sort of thing. But there's easy apps that you can use to really translate all those sort of stuff. Um, there's a lot of English speakers 
as a second language there. Um, most people in the service industry are going to know how to speak English pretty much everywhere you go in Japan. Uh, it's more of like going into smaller shops or something like that, that you might have, that you're probably going to have trouble as far as speaking English with them. Um, but they, as far as like whether they reject you speaking English, I'm not 100% sure, so I'm not going to really speak on that. But as far as I know that I have seen people talk about, uh, it pretty much depends on the person. Uh, not everybody's going to be happy with a tourist, but as but as far as like, but that's probably going to be more of like when you get way off the beaten path and they're like, get the fuck out of my house. This isn't a place for you to stay. Um, I see my time. Cool. Sorry, I just I just watched Judge slam a home run. I apologize. <clears throat> Justin, you good to go? Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good. Did it. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, Greek culture, um, the like I've touched on a couple times, uh, is is very steeped in the history. Um, you know, I'm sure I don't have to really, you know teach you guys about what what greece is but um you know the the greece is a civilization that has given us a lot of things in the western world um it's it's known as the uh the cradle of western culture um it's it has its birthplace in the civilization of greece which had the you know the greek gods and everything um the creek the current greek culture is very centered around their christian faith uh, about 90 percent of greeks are orthodox christians uh there are many greek orthodox churches both new and very 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 old uh both around athens and santorini there's some really cool ones there's a specific one that i forget what the name of it is it starts with a p um but it's this like really really old stone church church in the middle of these like brand new buildings all around it so like i said it's it's that kind of like mix of like history it's it's you really have to go there to to see and um which japan and greece are, are very close to each other with this is just like they they've mixed history and modern culture together so well um it's just crazy to see um so there's a many Orthodox Christian churches um, that you can go and visit, look at. They're very cool. Uh, you can even like attend services if that's if that's your cup of tea. Um, like I said, the, they're widely considered to be the birthplace of Western culture. Uh, they give the world concepts such as trial by jury, biology, geometry, philosophy, physics. Um, walking around Athens, you just feel immersed into like Greek grease culture so much that you feel like you should have like a toga on like it, it's just crazy um you know that you <laughs> toga yeah uh the people are very inviting and friendly uh like i said they they're just re they're recovering from a recession um they know how valuable tourism is um and they know how valuable tourists are there's some people that will take advantage of that like the pickpockets but for the most part they're very inviting to outside people uh they want your business they want you to feel at home there um they're very open about like talking like there was many times that we walked into a store and we just like talk to the shopkeeper instead of just buying things um they're very 
very much open to teaching anybody that wants to learn anything, you know, the, you know, if you go to any of those monuments, um, or any of like the historical places, you can get tours if you want to. Um, or a lot of times there's just local people around that'll tell you, like they'll answer questions if you have questions. Uh, so it's, it's really crazy. Um, Overall, it's it's a very inviting place. Um, that's very much they're very proud of their country. They're very proud of their history. Um, their history is all around them. They do what they can to upkeep their history and make sure that their history is like is known and everyone has a chance to learn about it. Um, and it's it's a very very focused, like very country and, and history focused place. So, uh, yeah, that's that's my time. I mean, it sounds like both of these places 100% like take their culture and like it's extremely important to them. Like, you know, we have what Grimace, he's like our yeah. cultural mascot. Um, <laughs> oh my God. But, but like between like Japan and Greece, like both are like very heavily rooted through very rich and you know, culturally important backgrounds and histories and I'm, you know, tons of historical stuff, you know, Japan's definitely had the benefit of having a, you know, really strong economy for a while and they've been able to build up on that. And so that's been allowing them to take that leap into a much more modern uh, perspective, especially in like their like city locations. Uh, as as opposed yeah. to as opposed to Greece, which definitely has a much more definitely has a smaller vibe, smaller energy in in that sense, where it's not like you're not staring up at skyscrapers the whole time, you're not <laughs> overwhelmed by whatever clusterfuck uh, Ryan showed that uh, that first alleyway where people are shopping. Akihabara. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that's a seizure warning that image yeah. um <laughs> <laughs> that is also where like so many anime take place if, if an anime is focused in tokyo yeah that's where it takes place like also. that is that is that yeah. image is the definition of sensory overload I, right i think the funny way to think of it is like that image of of tokyo that ryan showed uh, right. is to tokyo what like Times square is to new york city right right yeah. <laughs> right, but if you've never been to New York City before, you're gonna go to Times Square. Exactly. Right, of course, of course. And if I were to go to Japan, all, I would go to no, Anime if Street. Go, if you go on a train and you travel like half an hour, you're not there anymore. Right. You're in a rural, like, oh wow, this is beautiful, like out, out world, outlands from Mario Land. It's not a city. Yeah, I'm, it's not, it's not so, like all city. Like, so let's bring up, yeah. let's bring up that score sheet because I'm ready. Ooh wee! So culture, uh, you know, for the culture, this is what we do. Um, I'm going to give Japan a one point edge. Uh, we'll go nine and eight so like greece eight japan nine i'm gonna give japan the small edge just because it has a little bit more diversity overall um and i don't think that can be overlooked uh so let's sell me on some food <laughs> you like sushis and sashimis <laughs> i'd say i could go for some sushis and sashimis 
Um, well, I, I I guess I'm I'm going first, right? Yes. Um. Okay. So. Uh, hey, hang on. Let me start the clock. You're good. Sorry, my bad. Okay. No, that's fine. Uh, Greek food. Uh, Greek food is so. This this is where we're gonna be at least very fa- vastly different because Greek food is very very different from J- Japanese food. Um, Greek food, uh, as far as I've been able to like think of a way to describe it um is very homey is very like um comforting it's it's just that's just the way that i i feel about greek food like when i eat greek food uh greek food uses a lot of garlic and oregano and spices and um it's always very like warm and i I don't know uh that's the best way that i've been able to describe their food um some notable notable things is like the uh they use a lot of uh, feta cheese uh, from Greece, um, tzatziki, tzatziki sauce, uh, which is you know, uh, tzatziki. tzatziki. Sorry, tzatziki. Yes, I apologize. Sorry, tzatziki, um, and also uh, Greek pizza. I wanted to point out. I don't know if you're a fan of Zoe's, uh, Bill, but uh, Zoe's is Greek pizza. So way to pull at my heartstrings. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Greek pizza right there from Zoe's. Um, I, I wanted to try and uh, to you know describe a couple of these dishes that I found that are traditional Greek dishes, um, and I am going to uh, not pronounce these very well. Um, but they're, the first one is uh, called paidaki, uh, paidaki, p a i d a k i a, and what it is? It is uh, lamb uh, on the bones, a lamb chop. Yes. Uh, lamb seasoned with lemon, oregano, salt, and pepper, um, and it is a favorite in uh, taverns all over Greece. Uh, they grill them on charcoal, and uh, you know it's it's got like that oregano and and the lemon flavor. Um, should pull up a, a picture, but uh, yeah, so that's that's deliciousness. Um, the next one is again, uh, Val. You're probably gonna have to help me with this, but moussaka. <laughs> Moussaka, yeah. Moussaka, right? I'm right on that? Yep, moussaka. Okay. Moussaka. Cool. It's good. It's like Greek lasagna. Yeah. You order off wish. No, it's better than regular lasagna. I'd, ha- I'd rather have moussaka. <laughs> uh, yeah, so sorry. I'm just, I love th- this is This is the padaki. P- padaki. Yeah, sorry. Padaki. Yeah, Greeks know how to cook their meat, man. Yeah. Uh, lamb is a huge thing in Greece. Um, there's a lot of lamb dishes, but musaki musaki is a uh, it's uh, comfort food. It's baked with layers of ground meat, potatoes, or eggplant, and a creamy bechamel sauce. Um, and it looks like a Greek lasagna, and it's it's delicious. It's got like a lot of meat. Um, I think they use lamb in that sometimes too. Um, and then of course we come to gyros. Uh, gyros are uh, probably the the most well known Greek food. I know it's my favorite. Um, there's actually a place in uh, West Haven, Connecticut, called the Greek Spot that I will shout out right now um, because they make some of the best Greek food that I've ever had, uh, and they're amazing. West Haven, Connecticut. Uh, they're right on the beach. You can grab a gyro and go sit on the beach and eat a gyro on the beach, and it's fucking great. Um, <clears throat> yeah, but anyway, so gyros. Um, they're made with chicken or pork or lamb um you know when there's different spices and stuff that goes into it but it's a uh pita that has the meat and then usually like lettuce and tomato and tzatziki tzatziki sauce 
Uh, those are amazing. Um, and then my last thing is uh, dessert, because you got to end off with dessert. And the traditional Greek dessert is baklava. Uh, baklava is layers of crispy phyllo dough with sweet nutty filling in between. Um, they usually put like sometimes like honey and stuff on top to make it a little more sweet. Um, and that's an amazing dish. Um, so Greek ha- Greece has a lot of cultural food. Um, and I, I feel it's one of the, the best cuisines. It's at least one of my favorite cuisines in the entire world. Um, I mean, I've driven from Derby to West Haven right before they were about to close to get Greek food before just because we wanted it. So, you know, <laughs> um, it's it's one of my favorites. Um, and it's also not that expensive of food either. Like it's it's a pretty, you know, reasonably priced, amazing food to have um, and not too hard to cook either. I've, I've tried to cook some of these before. Uh, and it's not bad. So I know I've made my own tzatziki before. It didn't come out nearly as good as some of the tzatzikis that I've had, but, um, yeah, Greek cultural food is amazing in my opinion, especially Zoe's. Uh, there's actually a new pizza place that just opened up around the corner in Derby that does uh, Greek pizza. That's not as good as Zoe's, but Greek pizza will always have a special place in my heart because of Zoe's. No so. pizza place uh, no Greek style pizza place is ever going to beat Zoe's. So <laughs> this is true. Understand that fact. <laughs> and I think that was the alarm going off for my time, right, John? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, that's what I, I have for food. I'm going to start the clock for Ryan. For whatever reason, my computer decided to shit the bed on me again. So I have no screen, but you guys can still see me, right? Yes. 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 All right. Correct. YouTube, this is going to get weird in a moment. Ryan, time starts now. All right, Bill, don't really need to tell you about Japanese food. I'm sure you- Yes, that's the point. A a lot of Japanese food. Let me get into it. Let me get into my pitch, Justin. I'm sure you've eaten a lot of Japanese food. What do you like? Do you like sushi? Bill, do you like sushi? Do do you like ramen? Do Do you like sake? Then there's a- all of those foods, everything good comes from Japan as far as those foods. Sushi is so good, it has become a cultural uh, wave here in America. That's how good sushi is. Ramen is so good, it is all over the world people eat ramen. College students eat ramen. Everybody eats ramen. And why? Because it's fucking delicious. Once again, the main thing with Japanese food is they bring, once again, that focus on precision and doing things to the next level to their food at all times. So, whether you like sushi. Personally, I don't eat sushi. I don't like seafood. Personally, my favorite, my favorite is ramen. If I'm gonna get Japanese food, it's probably gonna be ramen. Maybe some tonkatsu, which is the uh, breaded pork, uh, breaded pork or chicken, uh, tempura, uh, udon noodles. Traditionally, also traditionally Japanese. Um, and let's we can go into their sweets. Japan has one of the coolest and widest ranging selection of candy in the world. Uh, You could get Kit Kats from Japan in pretty much any flavor that you want. 
Uh, you could you could go and get fucking um, Pocky. Uh, Pocky is one of the most delicious things in the world. Sticks covered in chocolate or pretty much matcha, anything. There's also green tea. Uh, though the actual plant of, of tea comes from China, uh, Japan also has their own culture of growing uh, the tea plant. Uh, they mostly focus on matcha and green teas and stuff like that over there. Uh, you can even go visit tea plantations in Japan uh, on your trip. Uh, as far as alcohol, you have sake. Uh, like John was talking about earlier, and I, I, I wanted to say for this section, you can go visit things like a sake distillery that has been doing it since the time to open Nagana. Ah, oh, God, I can't say his name. But since the 1500s, it has been making sake. Japan, as far as their food, is as wide-ranging but as precisely and lovingly made as anything else. Uh, Japanese food is uh, has a focus on not going all out as far as like cooking a lamb for hours or anything like that. Most Japanese food is um, food made specifically in that moment for the meal. Uh, it's very light and airy most of the time as far as their flavors uh, compared to a lot of like Western cuisines and stuff like that. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of more to say about Japanese food uh, without like, uh, as far as like actually eating in Japan, you can pretty much eat uh, anything you want in Japan. If you don't feel like eating Japanese food, say you are like me and you don't like eating seafood, but you the only the only stuff around is stuff is like seafood joints and stuff like that. There's probably every single uh, fast food place you want in Japan, especially close to like all the metro hubs and everything like that. Uh, Japan has their own forms of of like fast foods and cheap foods. If you're on a on a budget, um, you could get small rice dishes. Usually, ramen is very cheap. Also, um, one of the one thing that you should know a really fun word. That That's time, know, Ryan. Time's no. up. Damn it! All right. <laughs> All right. I I would like. I would like to apologize to Justin first and foremost because I knew this is the one category he would have to sell the hardest because as I'm listening to Ryan, I am realizing that, oh my God, right. never mind. Zoe's Pizza, 10 out of 10. <laughs> Zoe's Pizza gets 15 out of 5 points. They win. Yeah, no, it's it's all over actually. Um, oh my God. Well, Bill, would you say it's safe to say that while you knew Justin was going to win in like the price category, it was more than likely obvious that Ryan and Japanese food was going to win you over here? Uh, I, I had a feeling that the food would definitely lean Japan. Um, and that's just because I, I, I eat a lot more Japanese food than uh, Mediterranean food in general. Um, it's actually really funny because I'm grabbing dinner with some friends after this. 
and uh you know basically i was like hey like you want to try this like mediterranean joint and they're like eh, hey let's go with this japanese joint all right <laughs> so ironically always enough, wins. ironically enough uh, japan won in a real life scenario as <laughs> this podcast played out <laughs> but that being said uh i i love mediterranean food so like this is this is not there this is me uh i'm gonna give mediterranean food a hot eight it's pretty good and in japan japan i'm just gonna give them a 10 like i i'm sorry but like (laughs) the amount of different shit you can get in japan is just unreal and i do love sushi and so like seafood doesn't deter me half of japan's food is like fried which is insane they have six thousand nine hundred and eighty seven different flavors of kit kat which is yeah probably lowballing it honestly and um, KFC is better there and their kfc is edible there yes correct <laughs> it's trash i mean it doesn't matter e- but yeah no it's garbage here Com- compared to like literally any other fried chicken establishment kfc is bottom of the barrel no offense um, take that colonel sanders the fans of colonel crap. Yeah, so uh, that's where I stand. Those are the hard okay. numbers. Um, I'm going to keep the scoreboard up for the last thing because we're not arguing on the last thing. Uh, the last right. thing is effectiveness, um, and that's how well you feel we did at um, at swaying you. Like, how, how good do you think our arguments? This would be like if you were a teacher in a class, what grade would you give us as far as our presentation? I, I really wish I didn't have the totals in front of me because like, <laughs> here, here you go. Well, now it's too late. I know the numbers. <laughs> here, Bill, um, I'll do it for you. Justin, you get a nine. Ryan, you get an eight because I said so. <laughs> honestly, like I, that's probably where I was going to land. Like not even going to lie. Um, that's fine. I mean, Justin came from a much more like impassioned location, Ooh. especially since he's, you know, he's got that personal experience that he's speaking from, and he's like, you know, he's been in the cut, man. Where <laughs> I mean, listen, Ryan's job was easy. Ryan was yeah. obviously selling the easier product to sell here. That's which, why I was like, Bill, okay, so Bill Japan, okay, let me. You know what? Knock him down to a seven just for that comment right there. <laughs> no, no, I'm gonna be that. that like the tie. Oh shit. <laughs> That's uh, fine. <laughs> Ryan could win. It's fine. It, it, the fact that I came as close as I did, that I'm only a point off. I, yeah. I'm good with that. Honestly, I'm I would. Fine. I would I'm good with that. Both of these vacations sound great. So yeah. You know, when whenever we're going, well, we're all going to Greece or Japan. Hit me up because I'm down for both. Hey, Bill. Real talk. I get occasional tickets to Universal, so you you and I will go see <laughs> Nintendo Land. Just, but just you and me. Good. All right. Worth it. Okay. Uh, you, you, me, and Shiggy, Shigeru Miyamoto. Let's go. Uh, Bill, if you need to drop off, if you can. Uh, if not, it is. Ladies and gentlemen, it is recommendation time. Uh, Bill, if you want to go first, and then you can go have dinner if you want. Beautiful. That would be incredible. Um, first of all, thank you guys for having me on the podcast. I had a lot of time. Thank you. Um, let's see. What am I plugging today? 
Uh, <laughs> um, I'm plugging the uh, the COVID nineteen vaccine. Uh, yeah, big ups on the COVID nineteen vaccine. If you don't have it, what are you waiting my, for? My Probably your local government for being trash. Um, but no, yeah, definitely go get it if I'm you can. Now. <laughs> I'm fully vaxxed and ready to open mouth kiss people. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Listen, guys, the the more we get vaccinated, the closer we can get back to having conventions, which is really the main goal of suffering COVID. Like health, no, video game conventions. Let's get that back on the docket. So get your vaccine uh, and yeah, that's my plug. Thank you guys for having me. I'm going to run. Yeah, I hope you all have a wonderful evening. Go have a good Japanese dinner, Bill. Have a good one. Absolutely. (laughs) Bill. We're not getting American cheeseburgers from McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who wants to go next? I will. I've go ahead, Val. All right. So, my recommendation uh, this week is so uh, Michael Dare, who is on this podcast uh, with us, a few uh, might be a couple months now, but he is like the king of really excellent. Um, really excellent movie uh suggestions um i feel like i've suggest i feel like i've suggested this before and i'm gonna suggest it a- again because i rewatched it um if you haven't seen the movie uh society uh it's an incredible 80s like campy body horror film uh so it's directed by brian yuzna uh if you uh if you haven't seen it it's worth it the acting is like so bad it's good the effects are like all practical effects because it's 1989 and it's super weird and it takes a super weird turn and you'll never see it coming and it's so funny and it's so campy and it's so stupid and it's delightful (laughs) it's like the best junk food ever Um, it's just about like this Beverly Hills teenager who's like super rich and he starts to feel like he's like everyone around him is like you know he doesn't belong and like he's like everyone around him is acting really weird and then it takes this really fucking crazy turn um yeah it's an amazing movie um it's called society and i think it should be required to watching if you like this podcast (laughs) (laughs) what can they find it on val uh, I don't know. It's called Society. Just find it on. I, I don't know. Where, where did that Search voice it. come from? Use the internet. Yeah, use the fucking internet, man. What is it called? The Society? Nope, just Society. Oh. Just Society. Just society. And the the tagline for the movie is: "The rich have always fed off the poor. This time, it's for real." Well, obviously, you can find it on Amazon Prime. And yeah. you can watch it with a premium Prime subscription, uh, but it's also on YouTube for two dollars, Google Play for two dollars, it's on iTunes for four dollars because, of course, Apple fuck them. Um, uh, it <laughs> yeah. involves one of the greatest the horror deaths. I, it's like I there's so many good lines from it. Um, it's just it's so amazing. Okay, well, That's interesting. Mine. The uh, the picture that that prime has for it is kind of interesting oh if you google images for it you'll spoil yourself wicked hard because it's just so funny and so ridiculous there's so much so many gross uh yeah it's fucking gross but it's like <laughs> it's like not accurate 
enough. It's like, it's like practical effects from 80, 1989. So it's not like realistic enough to be like super grotesque. It's just like really campy grotesque. It's Jeff Goldblum in the fly grotesque. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's like weird campy grotesque, but uh, I love body horror movies. And that one is one of my favorites. Um, hey, I'm going to go next because my phone is about to die. And for whatever reason, I can't get my laptop to work. So <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Um, I'm going to recommend a local Medford restaurant that I got all my uh, delicious sushis from tonight called Nijia. Uh Absolutely wonderful. Like, I think I got like t- 10 or 12 maki rolls and it only cost me like 50 bucks. So like, mwah. plus I got gyoza and then they're like, oh, uh, here's a seaweed salad for you. I'm like, sweet. Um, and like right across the street is like a liquor store where I bought all my wine and also some sake that I just decided that I needed for tonight. Uh, Team Japan all the way. I love you guys. Uh, give us a shot dot network. And if you are a fan of this podcast at the time of recording on the give us a shot network Facebook page, there is a sweet 16 bracket going on. It's the top 16 candies in the United States. Uh, and it's like a, you know, it, it's a bracket just like we do for the uh, NCAA uh, best of the best. And they're going to talk about it on one of the upcoming shows. So if, you, if that's your thing, get to it. And if you're listening to this on Spotify, take a look on YouTube once in a while. I love you guys. I'll see you next week. Bye. They're dropping like flies. I mean, yeah, they are. That's fine. It'll be nice now. Steve, hey, why don't you give us your recommendations? Um, is it Borderlands? I, it, it is not. It's actually going to be, you know, here custodians. We go through a lot of fucking shit. Oh no! <laughs> oh no, Steve! That sounds like it was from a place of pain. <laughs> it really is. Like, truly, it is. Uh, we're trying to put back the schools and. If your principal is not helping you whatsoever, nor is management trying to give guidance to anything, yeah, it's always our fault. So, uh, do you need me to kill someone? I'll go to jail. Blame the union men. Oh yeah, it's just jail. it's blame us. Uh, yep. For our building alone, we need an extra. What, 480 deaths for the building and we only have about 200 if that oh. and yeah so between deaths not having enough is that because um, they hey is that because of covid uh that there's yes. like all of a sudden need more desks hey uh yes and no what at least you have a job well I, I do. He's allowed to have. He's allowed to have an issue. With oh, I know, it. I know, I know, I know. I did, yeah. But but what I, I was doing was, my recommendation is be nice to your custodial staff. They I go through that. shit. Yep. I agree. Okay. Be nice to your servers. Be nice to everyone. Yeah, it's, service. It's people. just rough. It it it's is rough it's, out. Here, here. I wish I was. I wish people were able to tip custodians. I feel like custodians should be able to be tipped. No, we're not allowed to take money. Yeah, but you should be. He gets paid well uh, enough. No, we, <laughs> no, we, we do get paid. No, we All do right. get paid well enough. But some of the bullshit that they put us through. Yeah. Tip your mailman. All right. Yeah, I think mailman, dude. Hell yes, you should be able to tip your mailman. I gave my mailman a Dunkin' Donuts gift card. 
when, when I saw him on Christmas. Because I don't know what else to, I don't know. Tip everybody. Yeah. All right. <laughs> My recommendation is Koi CBD Natural. Uh, I fucking love this company. Uh, I haven't had CBD in a little while. And I was just feeling extra anxious and extra, uh, and I've been in pain with my ankle lately. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to get CBD again. Um, I have used this company before. Um, really great flavor to it. Um, as far as the, is a full spectrum brand. brand. Uh, so it has a little bit of, of cannabinoids in it, but it's still pretty damn good. And the only thing that it has in it is the cannabinoids, uh, natural peppermint extract and coconut oil. That's all that's in the bottle. So it's, it's a pretty clean company. Um, the company is like 100% open with all their lab tests and everything like that. Like you could easily go look them up and everything. Um, it's the brand that I swear by. If, I'm gonna, if I want CBD, it's the brand for me. So yeah, that's my recommendation. Okay. Bring us home, uh, Justin. I'll, I'll take what I thought you were going to do. Uh, I recommend Godzilla vs. King Kong. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, it was pretty fucking good. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty fucking good. Uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I know there's some people that have issues with it, but they have issues with all the MonsterVerse Um any kaiju video like we love pacific rim and and people have issues with that too so um people are gonna have issues with everything but um yeah godzilla versus king kong there's a lot of fighting there's a lot of epic moments uh it was a really good fucking movie um you can find it in theaters i, I think it's in theaters now um, yes, or is. you can find it on hbo i watched it on hbo so um i figured it was appropriate since we were talking about japan uh even though this time he uh destroyed hong kong so um yeah went straight through the earth too that's that's a spoiler but you know it's fucking hate uh, you totally not uh totally not something that could happen but you you know whatever it's it's the monster verse so there's a lot of suspension of belief things in the it just went at this point fuck it write it i don't give a shit just write it we're gonna do it i don't care well put it through cgi fuck it i don't care write it let's do it yeah i like that approach it's the whole uh, movie yeah basically um I, I forgot what um oh that's right the new space jam trailer that's what i was saying is has too much cgi yeah that's uh that's a disgusting use of cgi but that's making another space jam yes yeah. with, with lebron <sighs> james were they supposed to do lebron james it yes, is LeBron. It's, it's LeBron James, yeah. and it's it's the story that they've used a thousand times, where the son won't follow in the father's footsteps. Shit. So, yeah, it, lovely. Been done. So, um, and and they took away Babs Bunny's giant honkers, which is fucked yes. up. Yes. Um. Yeah, because they don't want another generation of kids whacking off to her. So, dude, they'll find. I her. mean. They'll watch the old one then, and they'll whack off. It's fine. Dude, I know people. I know people personally who have jerked off to Nala from The Lion King. So I mean, she's hot. Exactly, dude. Where there's a will, there's a way. Uh, On that note, thank you. 
<laughs> thank you for listening or watching <laughs> us. If you want to listen to us again or catch up on any of our other episodes, you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, YouTube, and a handful of different podcast platforms. If you can't find us on your favorite podcast platform, please let us know so I can get us there. Our tag you can use to find us on everything, including Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and more is 3EP Podcast. That's 3EP Podcast. Our website is 3EPPodcast.com. Please check, come check it out. We live stream our episodes almost every Tuesday around 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we will be back to you next week with um, uh, Hawaii versus, I, I don't know what Devin chose. Um, but yes, um, we'll be back to you next week with another travel versus vacation uh, to see who wins there. Um, if they are listening to us on SoundCloud or any other other platforms, what do they do, Steve? Like, comment, subscribe, hit that bell notification. It'll let you know when we upload uh episodes just like uh, we are today come check yeah, us you out go. on uh, youtube please also remember to check out our network and give us a shout out network where you can find our other sister podcasts as well as our t-shirts and other merch please go buy a t-shirt um yeah. they're, they're cool we have a couple up there um and i'm working at some point in getting us a store so uh yeah so that's it for tonight uh everyone say good night and we will be done good night good night, good night.